Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Christos Anesti. Today on this great feast of Pentecost, we commemorate the descent of the Holy Spirit on the 50th day after the Lord's resurrection from the dead. And as we're going to hear in tomorrow's reading from the book of Acts, on that day the Holy Spirit descended upon the disciples and those who were in the upper room. And St. Peter, being filled with the Spirit, he spoke, spoke very simple words, and the result was that 3,000 uh, were converted by his words. So today, uh, I have asked Michael Sammy to give us just a few simple words about the Holy Spirit. Uh, no pressure. Uh, if 3,000 uh, are converted, that's great. Uh, but hopefully all of us, our hearts will be filled as we open them to hear uh, the word of the Holy Spirit from Michael. everybody. Luckily, there's not 3,000 people here, so there's not that much pressure. Um, I want to begin by first speaking about the Holy Spirit in terms of the divine economy. So the divine economy, as we know to understand, is the idea of the role of the Father and the Son and the Spirit in terms of our salvation, our salvation as, um, as fallen creatures. And so the Father sent the Son and the son was crucified. And after he was crucified, actually the scripture says after he was glorified, the, the Holy Spirit was then sent, sent on our behalf. I want to focus on a few very, very, very small points. The first thing I'd like to meditate on is how in the Gospel of John today, we hear Christ referring to the Spirit or referring to those who believe in him, as the scripture has in, in verse 38. So this is John chapter 7, verse 38. He says, He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit. And so we, we, kind, we can see a mirroring of this, um, this living water or this flowing of water when he was with the Samaritan woman, when he, when he told her, if you drink of the living water that I will give, you shall never thirst again. So here we see another reference of the living water, and that living water is the Holy Spirit. Now what is the Holy Spirit? Or should I say, who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is he who gives us a partaking of the divine. He, it is he who makes us one with each other and one with the body of Christ. Now, I know that sounds a little theoretical or a little, a little philosophical, but it is the work of the Spirit to unite us all to ourselves and, and to God and to the Godhead. And this also is seen in communion. There's something very interesting I actually just learned recently, but in the in the prayer of the Epiclesis, which is the prayer of the descent of the Holy Spirit during, um, during liturgy, where we all bow down and the deacon says, worship God in fear and trembling. The priest says silently, and this is the prayer of the Epiclesis, and we ask you, O Lord our God, we your sinful and unworthy servants worship you by the pleasure of your goodness that your Holy Spirit may descend upon us 
and upon these gifts set forth and purify them, change them, and manifest them as, this, as a sanctification of your saints. So in reality, what the priest is praying during the divine liturgy, when he's asking the Holy Spirit to come and descend upon these gifts, the words are upon us and upon these gifts. So not only are the bread and wine changed into the body and blood of our Lord, but rather also we are changed. We are changed into, into having a partaking of Christ, a, a life of Christ. And this is by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is he who unites us with Christ. And as we are united with Christ, now we are given strength. Now we are given all the, all the, all the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit speak, spoken of by, by St. Paul in his epistles. So Pentecost is one of the greatest, greatest things that we have as the humanity in terms of how God... How God loves us so much that he gave us his spirit to be united with us and sealed within us. In the times of the Old Testament, we know that our fathers, the prophets, they would have the Holy Spirit. But during, during um, the rebellious time of the people, God would take away the grace of the spirit from the prophets. And there, was, there were times where there were no prophets, there were no prophecies, there was no connection with God. But now, after the crucifixion, the resurrection, and the ascension, we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit upon us all and the sealing of the Holy Spirit that we received during baptism. So we have baptism, and then we also have the chrismation or the sealing of the Holy Spirit inside us. So hopefully after we've experienced these 50 days of resurrection, we can... Ask God to renew the spirit within us as we always hear in the third hour. We ask you, Lord, to renew the Holy Spirit within us. Hopefully we can imitate Christ all the more knowing that his spirit is inside us and strengthens us and comforts us. To him be the glory both now and forever and to the ages of all ages. Amen.